0: Welcome to Fresh Bread from Candy's Kitchen. It's a joy to have you with me today on this devotional podcast. Today we are going to discuss the presence of the Lord, the presence of God, Uh, maybe in a little different way than uh, you were thinking. There's a word called omnipresent, and that word omnipresent defines one of the things that we know about God. And that is that he's everywhere. David even talks about it in Psalm 139, where he basically says, I can't get away from God. If I'm in the heavens, he's there. If I go to hell, make my bed there, he's there. If I go in the morning, he's there. If it's at night, he's there. God is everywhere. But I'm not going to talk about the fact that God's presence is everywhere and that he's always surrounding us. I'm going to talk today about those times when God comes to you personally with his presence, when he surrounds you with his presence, and maybe you weren't expecting it. I look at the story of Jacob, and we're not going to get into the entire story. You could. Uh, Read about it from about Genesis chapter 26 to 29. But Jacob is basically running from his brother who is ready to kill him because of the deceit and the lies that Jacob has uh, been a part of. he has listened to his mother who is at this point in time very conniving being deceitful and i think she's actually trying to help god out but she ends up making um uh making a big big trouble for her son jacob and so jacob at the direction of his mother has fled their home and he is going towards uh, the homeland of his mother, which was about 500 miles away. So he's he's basically running for his life. And so we find him one night, probably very tired. Uh, his emotions are probably going crazy. Uh, he's leaving everything that he's ever known. He's leaving the people that he knows, his family. Uh, And he's running afraid. Uh, He's afraid that his brother, who has said he's going to murder him, just might be following him. Uh, So he has that fear factor. He's also dealing with the guilt factor. He's deceived his dad. He's lied to his dad. And, And everything has turned upside down because of that. And not only that, but he's very unsure of his future. His mother says, I will call for you in a few days when everything settles down. But how does he know that that's going to happen? So we have Jacob on this journey, and it's, it's not a pretty journey. Uh, and so he gets to a place called Luz. And at Luz, he, he's so tired, he lays down. And takes stones and puts it underneath his head for a pillow. Now, I'm very particular about my pillow. um, And I cannot imagine sleeping on a stone. But he's so tired and so emotional and everything that he goes to sleep on this stone. And while he is sleeping, he has this encounter with the presence of God. And God actually comes to him, and he reveals himself as the covenant God. Abraham had heard from God, and God had made him major promises. I'm going to give you land. I'm going to give you family. I'm going to give you blessing. And that blessing was handed down to Isaac, who was the father of Jacob, But now Jacob is on this running in his life away from everything that he has known. And we might add, and this adds a little intrigue to the story, he is, well scholars can't agree on how old he was, but maybe 56, maybe in his 60s when he's actually running from his brother Esau. And So think about it. At the age of maybe 56 or so, he's lived with his parents. He has no wife. He has only the promise in his mind that this blessing is going to come to him. And now he's running for his life. And so he's laying on this pillow now, zoning out, uh, asleep very soundly when he has a dream and at the top and there's a ladder set up to heaven and there's angels going up and down it but the Lord stands above it and he says I am the Lord God of Abraham your father and the God of Isaac the land whereon you are lying to thee will I give it and to thy seed And thy seed shall be as the dust of the earth, and thou shalt spread abroad to the west, to the east, to the north, and the south. And in thee and in thy seed shall all the families of the earth be blessed. And not only that, but I am with you, and I will keep you in all places where you go, and I'll bring you back to this land, for I will not leave thee until I have done that which I have spoken to thee of. So here's God coming to Jacob who has just made a mess of his life. And Jacob is, he awakes after this dream and he makes this statement that's so interesting to me. He said, surely the Lord is in this place and I knew it not. He recognized that he in this dream, had been given a personal promise. It wasn't just a story that he had heard about his grandfather Abraham and his father Isaac, but it was, it was that personal presence of God coming to him in a time when he was not expecting it. Some of the commentaries explain that when he says, surely the Lord is in this place and I knew it not, what he was saying when he says, and I knew it not, was I wasn't expecting this. But you see, sometimes God comes to us when we don't expect it. We are the children of God. We are the children of promise, and we sometimes mess up in life, and sometimes we just have hardships in life. But there will come times in our life when the individual presence of the Lord will show up in a time when we're just not expecting it. I think about Saul of Tarsus, who is heading to Damascus to to get Christians and to haul them back to Jerusalem. And he is fervent. He, he, he believes he's doing God's service. And as he's traveling, there's a bright light that basically knocks him to the ground. And he discovers that the God that he has been persecuting is actually Jesus, the one he's trying to destroy through his people. He did not expect that encounter with God that day. But the presence of the Lord was there, giving him new revelation, giving him new direction. It was the presence of the Lord that came to Saul of Tarsus. The Lord comes to us in times when we don't expect it. Sometimes he comes uh, in a still small voice, like he did with Elijah. It was interesting in the Old Testament, Elijah was very discouraged. And God says, you know, come, come, let's talk. And then there's a wind, and it says God wasn't in the wind. There comes an earthquake. God wasn't in the earthquake. There comes a fire, but God wasn't in the fire. But God came to him in a still small voice. Sometimes God does that very thing with us. It's just in that still small voice that the presence of the Lord comes. And sometimes it shocks us because sometimes maybe maybe you're lying on your bed crying. You feel alone. You feel rejected. You feel betrayed. But that still small voice of the Lord will just speak something to you that will give you the courage to face another day. Sometimes God speaks to us in preaching. We'll be sitting in a church service and all of a sudden one little line will be specifically for me. And I know that the presence of the Lord has just talked to me. Sometimes it's in a daily devotion. You'll just be reading the Word of God when all of a sudden the Lord will speak to you. His presence will come into the room. And it's unlike the omnipresence of the Lord. It's something personal. It's something that's coming just for you. I have a couple stories. Um, probably about 12 years ago, my our youngest daughter became very ill, and she still uh, fights some of the situation. But I went. To a uh, birthday party for uh, a lady in our church that had just turned 100, and as I am walking towards the room where they're having the um, the celebration, an elderly man from our church, uh, some of you may know him, uh, Bob Basor, Brother Basor, is a is a wonderful elder, and he stopped me as I was heading towards the celebration, which was odd. I've talked to him many times, but never had a really a one-on-one with him, and he stopped me. And he, and he looked at me and he said, there's a song that we used to sing a long time ago, and I'm going to sing it for you. And I thought, well, this is, this is interesting. And he begins to sing this song that says, fear not. And I wish I knew the rest of the song. But when he said, fear not, I tell you that the hairs on my arms and on my head stood up. Because I knew at that moment that the presence of the Lord had talked to me personally. Yes, the presence of the Lord was there. He's always there. But he stopped by through that elder to speak to me specifically and I was not expecting it when I went to that celebration. He sang through that song and then he looked at me and he said, I'm going to sing it for you again. And I'm thinking, what? But I knew what it was. It was the presence of the Lord speaking to me personally about something that I needed at that moment. God will come for you, and when he comes to you with his presence, with his speech to talk to you, you will know it. You will recognize it. There was another time I was was having some struggles, and this podcast is not for what the struggles were about. I had missed a little bit of church here and there. And one Sunday night, I missed church, and I was just home, and I, I, was, I just wasn't feeling good in my spirit. And um, I, I had no reason to stay home, just made excuses. But it was that night, that Sunday night, I will never forget it. I was in my kitchen. <laughs> Imagine me in my kitchen, but uh, that's another story. And as I walked in the kitchen... I felt the presence of the Lord begin to speak to me. He wasn't speaking to me in a mean, judgmental way. But he said to me, Candy, I've been patient with you. I understand your feelings. I understand your thoughts. But I have a work for you to do. And I need to know. Are you going to get on board and help me? Or do I look for someone else? It shocked the ever-loving daylights out of me. I knew it was true. I knew God had been patient with me. It was, it was a low time in my life. But I also felt a love of God that surrounded me in a time when I did not expect it. I didn't expect him to talk to me. I wasn't at church. I was in my kitchen at home on a Sunday night. But he came to me and he spoke to me lovingly. And basically he said, if you're with me, I want you to get on the phone right now and set up a Bible study with such and such a person. The presence of the Lord was so strong. I had to make a decision that night. And the decision I made was, okay, I'm going to go forward. He still has a plan for me. Everything that's bothering me, I have to let it go. I have to to just acknowledge that God loves me. He came down with his presence. It's the goodness of God that talks to us, and he talks to us in moments, I'm telling you, when we least expect it. Sometimes he comes to help us make decisions. Sometimes, like Jacob, He comes to make the call real. Sometimes he comes because he needs to change our life. Sometimes he comes to us just to show us he loves us. Sometimes he comes to give us purpose. He comes to us because we're his children. Like Jacob of old, there have been many times when I could say surely the Lord is in this place and I knew it not or surely the Lord is in this place and I didn't expect it. Why don't we expect it because we look at things through our human nature we don't really matter to God but God doesn't have that view He has the view that I love you, I care for you, and when you least expect it, hear my voice, because I will come to you. As we end this podcast today, I just want to encourage you to think back to the times when God spoke to you when you didn't expect it. Maybe your life was upside down. Maybe you were hurt. Maybe you needed comfort. But write those times down that God came to you with his presence, and it was specific. It was personal. What a wonderful God we serve. Surely the Lord is in this place, and I knew it not. I certainly didn't expect it. But he came because he loves. God bless you. Have a wonderful week. And maybe the Lord will speak to you today.